Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Air.org. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. It is now QB time as we talk to the Landon Leach. Good afternoon, Landon. Hey, guys. How are y'all today? Do you feel a little better about what you witnessed and watched against LSU as compared to barely a week ago when you were watching Arkansas taking on BYU? Yeah, well, I think you saw a lot of things. I think we talked about last week how this wasn't an Enos offense I'd ever seen before. And all of a sudden this week you saw the power run game uh, versus more of the zone run game. And you saw more of the crossing routes tight end involved. And then you saw the shots. And uh, we can talk a lot about about a lot of things. But KJ played a really good game. He missed a few. Uh, you know, we can talk about the post when he threw the interception. If he throws the post route, it's a touchdown. Uh, but there's a lot of things you can talk about. And it's a lot of good things on the offense uh, when, you know, he's stepping up and tackles are running guys you know that's probably the best front we're going to see all year and and uh tackles running guys seven eight yards up the field and he's stepping up and making plays so uh you definitely feel better and you hope that's what that means going forward that he feels more comfortable in this offense one thing that i feel like has to happen against a&m which even though it took really just sticking with it and that is Landon, Arkansas, as much as we love watching K.J. throw the ball, they have got to be able to establish the running game. And I think they did an effective job. And one of the ways I thought they did that effectively is they got K.J. involved in the running game early and often. Well, absolutely. I mean, that guy, he's just, I mean, We're not going to talk about Cam Newton, right? But, I mean, he's the same body top. He's a guy that's going to fall forward for two, three yards when he gets hit. Um, he's a guy that's going to keep those defensive linemen at bay, and now they're hitting one or two yards down the field, and he falls forward, and now he gets five yards in advance. And now, all of a sudden, those guys stay home a little bit more. And uh, and I thought Dubinion, I mean, that guy, he looked like a different running back this week. Uh, a guy that wasn't trying to dance. It was more of a guy that was uh, sticking it up in the hole and let's fall forward. Let's get three, four, five yards against the probably this week and next week might be the two best defensive lines we'll see all year. And uh, what they did in the run game, uh, but, you know, we talked last week about how let's quit running the zone. Let's quit running the outside zone uh, specifically. Let's stick it up in there and let's get those yardage and let's get ahead of the chains. And um, I thought we did a real good job of it this week. Now I'm going to contradict myself to a degree. And that is, I could see, why not throw it to Luke Has on every down? (laughs) I mean, this is a superstar in the making. And he seems to somehow, Rick, uh, landed... He is like he's playing in Bobby Petrino's old offense and that there was always somebody, and if the quarterback found him, he had an easy connection, completion. 
But he reminds me playing in Bobby's offense where it just seems like every time you look up, in fact, there was a play that if the defensive lineman had not knocked the ball down at the line of scrimmage, he he was doing a slant. He was doing a slant across the middle, and there was nobody around him. No, that's right. Well, again, I I think we go back to that's more the Enos offense I thought we would see. And we talked early on in the year about how many catches that, uh, receptions that Maryland's offense had against, uh, what Arkansas did last year in the tight end position. And this guy is a mismatch. And that, the play you're talking about, it was kind of what they call a, a little delay. So he blocked and then you spread everyone out. So mm-hmm. you're running wide on every other route and then the middle's wide open. And that, that play was going for a long way if that didn't get knocked down. So a great play call that didn't come out, right? Didn't didn't produce. Um, at the same time, the way that it, there was another play late in the game when we run the double post with the, the tight end uh, coming. It, we called it uh, Miami back in the day. But you run double post, you run the corner and the safety off. And then you've got the tight end coming from the opposite side, running that 15 to 18 yard uh, middle route, and we hit him, and he hits it down the sideline and, and goes. And yes, he's a mismatch, and that's what we I think we expected to see. But I tell you what, you know, I've talked about Satania and how I want to see those mismatches. Um, but I tell you what, they did a great job of coaching, uh, putting Tesla in the slot. Because he's not a guy that can create a lot of separation, but he's going to make those tough catches. So that was a great job by our coaching staff, moving him in and Broden making those plays on the outside. Broden's got a chance. I, I say chance. I mean, he's he's played a lot of, of football already, but uh, at 6'7", he showed great concentration. Combine that with athleticism, making the catch, making sure he stayed in bounds. And, of course, there was a penalty flag, and you couldn't tell whether or not when he went down until they showed the replay, he clearly held on to the football, so there was no question of that. It was just a matter now, did they accept or decline the penalty, which obviously you declined the penalty. But uh, they've got – Arkansas now has – I mean, they're they're all just a little bit different. Armstrong, he's a little bit different from Tesla. Tesla's a little bit different from Broden. And I'm still waiting on Isaiah Satania. I still want to see Satania somehow get into the mix. I know you'll probably want to put him in the slot, but uh, gosh. And then has that that one play where he leaks out into the left flat while all the action is going to the right. He slips out into the left flat, and he just walks that one into the end zone. Uh, gosh, and then they... I mean, we used to yell fire on that kind of play where KJ ends up rolling to his right. And who ends up with the ball? I think it was a 69-yard completion. Luke has. Well, and that's the thing. You know, the the short guys go deep and the deep guys come back to you right when you're rolling out. i tell you what impressed me more than anything, and it's the first time I've ever seen KJ Jefferson do this, how well he stepped up in the pocket this week. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, tackle, tackles are running on him up the field, right? Mm-hmm. Seven, eight yards. Right. Okay. Now, he's stepping up. Okay. There was another play where uh, I guess it was Dubinion. It was a uh, – he drops it off, you know, in the flat after blocking. And I loved seeing – and that's what you're going to have to see from KJ in this offense. It's not, a, it's not an offense where it's a one-read thing. And we talked about this last week dropping it off to your back, whatever. He stepped up, even when they got pressure from the outside. Our three guys up front in the middle are good enough to, for the most part, I mean, there's times you're going to get, you know, blown up. But when they run up front or run up field, he stepped up and he hit the guys crossing the field. And that's where those crossing routes we've talked about so much have come into play. We also talked about that RPO game. And I thought that was huge in this game because we read that safety all day long. And when he came down in the box to try and fill the run, 
we threw the slant behind him. When he stayed back, we ran it for four yards. So it was a really good game plan, and that's what I expected to see from this offense all along. Another aspect, I thought, Landon, that we haven't seen much, and that was I thought the backs did a good job. You mentioned DeBinion a moment ago. He did a nice chipping job several times. Now, I don't know. I missed it. I don't know who was responsible for getting it, get, at least trying to get in the way of Harold Perkins. He came through pretty clean. Of course, he ended up getting the roughing the passer penalty on that particular play. But um, I thought the backs did a much better job chipping away at some of the onrushing defenders of the uh, of the other team. Yeah, and that's something we talked about last year. I talked about Brawl's offense, how he doesn't chip. He, I mean, it's just it's not his offense. He doesn't chip. Uh, you got you to. Know, yeah, you have to, especially against someone like that. Yeah, I mean, as great as some of those guys are, yeah. And I think LSU, I think LSU continues to do themselves a disservice. Now I know they're trying to. They promised him he had played middle linebacker, but no one's blocking that guy. You're talking they're about Perkins, right? Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they're and they're taking a player out of every single play when it comes to the pass game, uh, because you don't have to chip him. But like when you said, we did, uh, and we did a good job of it. But at the same time, we didn't have to worry about him on every single pass play. Hallelujah. You know, if it's early down, he's he's playing middle linebacker, and now you've got you can double up, and 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 you're always taught blocking inside out, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they're twisting, you're blocking inside out. Now he has to twist around. That gives you a little bit extra time. Um, but yes, I agree. Our they, and again, I can't. Last week I was very stuff on Enos. This week he did a great job of game planning. Um and but also KJ did a great job of dropping it off, getting the flats and the you know, the early downs and then the crossing routes. Because what that does, that brings the safeties or sorry, the linebackers up, it, it drops them back. We're able to run the ball, we're able to throw it over the top of them. Um so we've got to see more of that in this offense for sure. Let's talk with JW. J.W., good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Landon. I do. Um, one, I, I have two questions here. first one's about K.J. Do you think he's watching him? Do you think he's holding the ball a little too long? Because at times it just seems like, what are we doing here? And he's trying to make plays. I get it. But he seems like he holds on to it a little bit longer. And my second question is, is that, uh, so the how good is the, well, how good would y'all say the defensive line for LSU is? Since we're going to give them all this praise, we have to give them the praise in every category, correct? So they're they're pretty good on the defensive line too, right? With, with the games that they've been playing up until Arkansas, would you would you say that? Say the Florida State. Yes, they're de- they're loaded so, with good athletes. Yeah, that doesn't mean they make perfect plays every time, but they do have good athletes. Yes. But you would yeah, say they, I'll, but. but well, I'm tra- what I'm trying to get at is, so with the offensive line being Arkansas the way they played up until then, can you say the excuses can stop for the offensive line if we can play that good against LSU and then well, we better. should be getting better from here on out and there shouldn't yes. be no more excuses? They should would you, be would, you, better. would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, they should be getting better. Okay. And that, that's a, as we pointed out, when Danny Nielsen was here the first time, that's exactly what happened. So, yes, they should be getting better. Why do you think it's taking so long for – is it just because it's a whole new system? Is that, yes, is that new why system, it takes so new long? New system and new players. You, know, you only have two starters back from last year, and the other guys, and we, among all of them, had never started a game at Arkansas. It takes a while. Okay. Yeah, well, do you I, think KJ's I, holding on to the ball a little long, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank, thank you, you J.W. Yeah, I'll go back to this. I mean, we talked about this the first week of the year. Um, you go from a one-read offense, right? So, K.J. knew which half of the field he was looking at all year last year um, versus reading the full field. Okay, so, yes, he's hanging on to the ball a little too long. Uh, we talked about it last week about how there's these outlets. He, he found some of them this week, and he's only going to get better. Um as far as the offensive line, I mean, 
they're I I feel like they're protecting really well. I know y'all don't disagree or y'all don't agree with me, um, but when you go from what we were before to what we're doing now, you saw what happens when we're able to. So we're blocking outside and getting guys to run around us. KJ has to be comfortable with stepping up and finding those guys in the flat, finding those guys coming across the middle, uh, a lot of different things. Um, and then the other question you're talking about, yes, I mean, team-wise, it is night and day what you were talking about or what you were playing to get with last year versus what you're doing now. Um because back then it was get the ball out of your hands quickly. Let's move on. If you don't, you take off running. Okay. Now it's okay. One's not there. Now the slant's not there. Let me get to the back side. And I'm not sure he's getting to the back side and he's slowing down a little bit. And now he's holding. And but I felt like, and that's why I keep talking about how much he stepped up this week in the pocket. And he was finding those backside receivers and. And uh, it looked like the you know offense you want to see. Let's talk with Tristan. Tristan, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, guys. I just have one thing for Landon. Would it be safe to say that Enos's offense is slower developing than previous in the past under like Kendall Brown? Yeah, absolutely. And, and but again, it's good and bad, right? So if if you see, you know, the double post, uh, and then you see uh, Hawes hit on the the crossing pattern late in the game when he ran up the sideline, I think maybe to the six or seven yard line. That never happens in a Browns type offense, okay? But you also would it be made, because? Oh, I'm ahead. sorry. No, Would it be ahead. because Enos is more pro style than Kendall Browse? Yes, absolutely. So you're using more of the okay. football field uh, when it comes to a Enos top offense, whereas Browse, and that's why you know you kept hearing about KJ being a pro style quarterback, and we're going to try and boost his draft status, right? Because Most now different. he's in the pocket and he's having to read both sides of the field versus uh, Kendall. He looks at Kendall last year and he tells him which side to look at. And now you've got one guy you're reading. Now you're reading the whole field. Uh, but I also feel like that with him stepping up in the pocket, it also helped him in the run game. It helped him. It, it just he felt like more of a quarterback versus a guy that says, you know, you either hand it here. Or you throw it, you know, you throw the go route or you throw the slant route. Now, all of a sudden, he's reading the safety walking down. You, you can't throw the slant, but the other safety, you know, goes into cover three. And now the, the crossing pattern with the tight ends wide open, 18 yards downfield. And so he's getting one, two, three, and that's where he's got to get in this offense. And I also Definitely. think Thank that's you guys. why. Thank you, Tristan. Yeah, and also – also think that that's why Brandon Allen's been in the NFL for as long as he has, because he understands what a what a pro style offense is. See, at times I thought last year was almost quarters football for KJ. He had one quarter of the field to really throw the ball into. I mean, you're you're talking first read, and often not. I, I realize they don't play quarters on offense per se, but that now you're talking, he does, if he goes through his progression, he's going through the entire field. He's going through all four quarters of the field now instead of just maybe one quarter of the field. I think it's, I'm, you know, it's, it's if he's going to play pro ball, Landon, this is what he's got to do. He can't just have one read at the NFL level and expect to be successful. What happens when they take it away? No, it's absolutely what it was. And, that's, and you know, I watched Browse offense this week, and I actually I was a little bit surprised about uh, how much he's incorporated uh, Sonny Dykes offense into his. Um, but, yes, what you're saying is, yeah, it was, it was a true – so if, if we've got a stick route and a go route, okay, last year, we're reading the corner, and that's all we're reading, and we're sticking it in the hole – against cover two. If the, if the corner stays up, 
we're throwing the line drive in between the corner and the safety. Mm-hmm. If he bails, we're throwing the, the flat route to the tight end or a stick route. Okay? Now, those are taken away, and they're rotating. So where's my tight end coming across? Where's my outlet with the running back? You know, we've got to get to those things. And, and it's more pre, uh, pre-snap pre read. And uh, I think we're getting there, and I, and I think that our offense, uh, again, I think we're a lot better with our line when we're running the power game like we did this week, um, and and I think we're going to get there. It's just like uh, like you said last, like Rick said last time, it took us a while to get there. You know, even when he came in, even with Brandon Allen, who was even in more of a pro style offense, he still struggled the first three, four, or five weeks. Well, and now. <laughs> Now the chess match will go this week in regards to uh, what adjustments will uh, A&M do to what Arkansas showed and executed against uh, LSU. So now you've got another level of adjustment that K.J. will have to go through this week uh, based upon what he's going to see from the A&M defense. I, that's, that to me, Landon, is is the beauty of all of this. It's always a game of cat and mouse offensive coordinator versus the other team's defensive coordinator and that's what i love about this kind of stuff all right landon we're out of time and uh man good stuff today and we will talk with you next week next tuesday to be precise thank you landon thank you as landon leach qb time if you'd like to sponsor this particular segment please get in touch with our marketing department they'd love to have you sponsor QB Time with Landon Leach each and every Tuesday. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. It's tailgate season, and Slim Chickens has you covered with tailgate trays. Featuring 100% all-natural hand-breaded tenders and perfectly fried wings, plus all the fixings for the ultimate tailgate win. Kick off with special pricing through September 30th. Get 25 tenders for just $29, or 20 wings for only $25. Slim's for the win. Tailgate season official sponsor. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now and it is changing their life. And the best part, no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. 
Think about that for a minute. And people are feeling like they're self again with no pain. QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday. Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Morning Mayhem on location Wednesday at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway for their spa truckload sale. Caldera and Fantasy Spas by Watkins are on sale and must go. Stop by Wednesday and say hey to the Morning Mayhem gang and pick out your new spa. Luxury Pool and Spa, Stanford Road in Conway. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Randy Rainwater is somewhere. He's probably uh, trying to access our next coach, our next coach, our next guest, Andrew Chambly. Is that what you're doing, Randy? Well, actually, I thought you were getting ready to do uh, Tacos for Life. No, actually, I'm, I don't have one of those today. Oh, well, I had it on my particular page. You did? So. Well, they sent me that said no ad libs today. Okay. So. What do you think I ought, to, ought to, think I ought to do one anyway? Well, why not? Go ahead and do one just for you. Why not? You know what? And if it wasn't even supposed to be, we'll say it anyway because I love talking about tacos for life. So even if I'm not supposed to, I'll talk about them anyway because it's a great place to go, great place to eat. And, you know, I, I keep telling you now about these brand new uh, tacos that they have. They also have quesadillas, and they are the Bacon Barbecue Ranch. They're absolutely terrific, and you're going to you're gonna love them. I don't know if Randy's tried them yet or not, but they're really, really good. Uh, you can get them at any Tacos for Life. Now, they have, obviously, a complete menu. You can get anything you want there. But, hey, if you try that bacon barbecue ranch taco, you're going to be really happy. It's absolutely loaded. And, plus, it's in that soft, puffy shell that I really, really like. Now, if you uh, go to Tacos for Life and buy, no matter what you buy there, you're going to be helping someone who's food insufficient. We talk to you every day that we talk about Tacos for Life. Their goal is to try and help end world hunger. That's a big, big goal. But what they're doing is for every meal that's purchased, they give a meal to someone who's food insufficient. They've given away over 31 million, closing on 32 million meals since they've been in operation. So try their menu. You'll love it. And, Randy, thanks for a chance to talk about Tacos for Life. Well, we're trying to connect with Andrew Chambly. Okay, he's going to his voicemail. Okay, that's all right. We'll just just keep trying. Um, Rick, I know that you will appreciate this because whether or not this was a paid endorsement or not, I I don't know. But um, Saturday night after Michigan knocked off Rutgers, Jim Harbaugh, was one of the ten and a half million people who tuned in to watch Ohio State seventeen to fourteen win over Notre Dame. And by the way, he could comment on it because that's the first game he got to coach this year. Exactly. Yeah. So he said, quote, My wife got this YouTube TV. It's like half the price of Direct T V. <laughs> no offense, Direct T V, but we're over there at YouTube T V now. Maybe uh, must be 150 games to watch. I'm in hog heaven. Nice plug for the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm in hog heaven on Saturday night watching those games. Watching a lot of them. Then you can go back and watch them again. If you didn't watch the one, you can go back and start and select the tape for you right there. I don't know if I learned anything just bouncing around watching a lot of football. <laughs> well, good for him. So that was YouTube TV. Not Fubo, not uh, yeah. Sling, not Hulu. Yeah. But okay, he obviously doesn't care for the MLB network. <laughs> he would not have seen 
the amazing tributes that they have done for Brooks Robinson tonight. Now, I, he can probably find, I'm sure they're doing something on ESPN, I'm guessing. I don't know what their programming is right now, but maybe they're doing it <coughs> elsewhere. But MLB Network had a really good one. Now, here's, here's one that I, I'm not sure, sure who this one fits. Saturday night, James Madison coach Kirk Gannetti tried to get a Utah State touchdown overturned by pulling out his phone on fourth and four in the second quarter. Utah State faked the field goal. Aggies kicker Elliot Nimrod ran for an 18-yard touchdown. Gannetti showed his cell phone footage of the TV to the referees to argue that Nimrod went out of bounds. The Aggies' touchdown eventually was confirmed, although James Madison won the game, 45-38. He said, in the heat of the moment, someone sticks a phone in my hand and, it's, and says, show this. You're not allowed to have it on the sideline. I was so immersed in the situation, I shouldn't have done that. And the Sun Belt issued a public reprimand to James Madison as a result. But why wouldn't Gennetti ejected? So, anyway, that's uh, interesting. Pulls out a cell phone. I used to sit behind home plate when Reed was playing, and I filmed everything. And if there was a particular play that I thought there was an error made by the umpire, I'd say, come look at it. Come back here. I'll show it to you. Look what happened. Look what really happened. Here it is. And I'd hold up my camera so they could see it. Well, they never paid any attention to me. And I still have it on video. And they were still wrong. Okay. Anyway. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. John says, Dickie Magel of Rice had a career day against Alabama in the 1954 Cotton Bowl. 265 yards rushing total. He was tackled by Tommy Lewis coming off the bench. Nagel was tackled, right. On a 95-yard run and awarded a touchdown. That's right. Tommy Lewis was a nobody who took the glory away from Dickie Magel's all-time Rice career day. Okay, it happens. Um, Boudreaux says, get Rick's thoughts on this. With all the history... If there is one team that Jimbo and Petrino will be ready for, it's Arkansas. You think so? Do you think we can win? Yes, but Petrino will be ready. Petrino is also a uh, Pittman is also where. Let's go get them. Yeah, I think both teams will be motivated for this game. I, I think it's interesting when you look at what both teams have ahead of them, and and you can't ever in this league you can't ever look ahead. You cannot. It is week to week. And everything changes week to week. For Arkansas, you hope it continues on the better slant offensively and improves defensively. Uh, A&M, with a backup quarterback who played a lot last year, they're hoping that their offense continues to improve. So there are two teams still trying to improve. And in a race that I still think is wide open, I think LSU is not going to go undefeated in the SEC. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, sure, a and will be motivated. But Missouri State was motivated last year and had Arkansas on the ropes, and the Razorbacks came back and won the game. He stands six foot six and comes in at 300 pounds. He's from Maumille, and now he's on the offensive line for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It's time to chop it up with Andrew Chambly on Drive Time Sports, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If we don't have it, you probably don't need it. Well, good evening, Andrew. How are you? Good. Good evening. Sorry. Hey, just like we literally just got out of practice. Just out of practice. Well, was it a good practice? Yeah, it was. A, it was a good practice today. All right. What's the difference in preparing for Texas A and M as opposed to preparing for LSU? What's the difference in their defense? Uh, they a little more three down. The little bit of our sprinter, you know, got a little more speed on the ends and things like that. So uh, we're just preparing for twist games and uh, getting ready to. 
for that extra uh, spinner. You think A&M has more speed than on defensive on their front than LSU did? Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, of course you have Perkins on the outside, which I mean he he can't, he kind of counts for a Jack player, but I mean it, as in big guys, I yeah. Hmm. Did you say hello to Harold? Harold. Harold Perkins. Did you say hello to Mr. <laughs> Perkins? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stud, is it not? That's a, that Andrew. That had to be a learning experience into itself. Oh yeah, for sure. It definitely was. It had to. Go ahead, anyway, Randy. No, go ahead, Randy. What I was going to say, it had to be, though, on the other hand, and it had to be a great level of confidence that had for you guys to be able to protect KJ and then being able to establish the running game. That had to be a big boost, I would think, for this young offensive line. And I know some ways it's not a young offensive line with Brady and, and Bo, but... Uh, there's still the meshing that's going on with you and Patrick and and uh, Joshua. So it, that had to be a great game for y'all's confidence. Did not, was it not? Oh yes, sir. Definitely was. You know, being able to block some top-notch guys. You know, some guys that are definitely playing at the next level and just feel with them. What 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 was the adjustment you made? LSU was stopping you. You were stopping them until the last drive. Of the first half, and after that, they never stopped you at all. Did did you all make an adjustment to make that happen? Yeah, we uh, we definitely had a, a little pep talk in the, uh, at halftime to kick it in gear a little bit more and just be the more desperate team. What was it like? Your experience in Death Valley. What was that like, Andrew? It definitely was once in a lifetime. Being out there and all, in front of all those people. And, and just being able to show the talents that I have and, and the strengths that I can show up as a, you know, as an offensive lineman for the Razorbacks. So, you know, it, it, it just wasn't amazing. Did you hear a lot from the stands? Did they did they talk to you as a player a lot? Uh, no, not. I mean, they they made a couple comments, but, of course, every stadium <laughs> is. But there wasn't too much talk. That's a great experience. I mean, you can until you're until you're in that environment, and there's been some excellent crowds at the University of Arkansas. But this was this was opposite. They they were not cheering for you; they were cheering against you. How difficult, Andrew, was it to communicate? Uh, honestly, um, of course, it's a big stadium, hundred some thousand people uh so it really it wasn't that bad uh except for like third downs and once we got to the goal line they got the full uh we still made our calls we still got to where we needed to get so do y'all work off of a silent count or is it a look at me what what how, how does that work andrew uh sometimes but uh it's a it's kind of like on the center you know you like it's just like in the NFL, once he lifts his head, you know, it might be a little pause. You just got to key in on the ball. So, I have seen situations where you'll see it's you don't get down into a three-point stance, but you kind of get in that semi-crouch, and you actually hold the hand uh, of the lineman next to you. Has that been something that y'all may have considered? I... No, we haven't really talked about it. You know, uh, coach just really just says play with your eyes. So we as tackles, we just got to use our peripheral vision and just look at the ball, honestly. Landry, we're out of time. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, maybe very few, if any, adjustments will be needed this Saturday as you take on Texas A&M down in Arlington. Good luck to you, Andrew. Thank you. Andrew Chambly. Thanks to Johnston's Home Center. We'll come back and wrap it up in just one moment. Stay tuned. This is Drive Time Sports.
In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. Fellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Honey, I have asked you for months to clean out the attic and garage, and it is still not done. But I don't have a trailer to haul off all this junk. Just call Mini Bins. They have roll-off dumpsters that will fit right in the driveway, and they will haul it off for a low flat rate. Call them at 501-352-6464 or visit them on the web at minibins.net. Wow, I had no idea. I'm going to give them a call right now. And you should, too. Give Mini Bins a call today at 501-352-6464 or visit them online at minibins.net. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 103.7 The Buzz. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. A couple of quick notes. Well, let me do this first. This is from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback from Charles. He says, and who was the referee? He said in the Texas Rice game you mentioned earlier. <laughs> actually, the referee? Alabama. Yeah. Alabama and Rice back 1954. I don't know. He said, um, you mentioned earlier, that set of facts was not covered in the rule book. And that is, I guess, someone coming off the sideline and making a tackle. So, yeah, right. don't know. Yeah, so that's why they gave it a touchdown. But it's covered now. Now yeah. it gets a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, we actually had this in our hand, and we were so busy yesterday. We forgot to do a lot of things yesterday. Uh the matchup with Ole Miss will kick off now 6.30, 6.30, Saturday, October the 7th in Oxford, Mississippi, and it will air on the SEC Network. In fact, the SEC Network is televising the game this Saturday, uh, 11 o'clock, uh, Texas A&M. 
I think that's the first time. This will be the first time that actually that will be the SEC network on the broadcast of Arkansas, Texas A&M in Arlington. I don't know that. I think that's right. I think it probably. I don't is, think yeah. they've. I don't think they've done that before. Yeah. But um, uh, let's see. It says single game tickets for all Razorback games are still available and can be purchased by calling 479-575-5155. So if you want a ticket to that uh, uh, upcoming game with Mississippi State, which will be, what, mid-October? Let's see, October 21st. 21st. Yep. That's the next home game. Isn't that amazing? amazing? Yeah. Not unbelievable. It's just simply amazing. And let's hand out a few honors, if we may. And that is the University of Central Arkansas running back Shun Derrick Powell was named the United Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Week, as well as the FedEx Ground FCS National Offensive Player of the Week. 5'9", 180, a junior running back from Hoxie, Arkansas. 23 times, rushed 23 times, 256 yards, 11.1 yards per carry, and UCA's 52-17 victory over Abilene Christian. He had a career-long 95-yard touchdown run and also caught three passes for 25 yards and another touchdown. For the season, Sean Derrick is number two in the nation in rushing yards, 632. Rushing yards per game, 158. And yards per carry, 11.3 yards per carry through four games. Wow, pretty impressive. And that uh, includes against FBS Oklahoma State and FCS Power North Dakota State. So, kudos to Sean Derrick Powell. And then let's hand out the attaboys to the Great American Conference. The co-offensive player of the week, Blake Delacruz. He is a fullback. And a meeting between two nationally ranked teams, Delacruz helped Harding secure a 27-16 road win against Henderson State. 31 carries, 179 yards, scored three touchdowns, for the third time in Harding's first four games this season, he has 10 rushing touchdowns to rank second in all of college football. And the co-offensive player of the week for the Great American Conference, Kendall Givens. He is a running back, Washita, Little Rock, Arkansas. 22 attempts, 171 yards, pair of touchdowns, and OBU's win against Washita. And the co-defensive player of the week. That is, uh, nope, special teams. How about special teams? Carter McElhaney, running back, and a return specialist, Washita Baptist Greenbrier, repeated the league's top special teams performance, 37.6 yards per return on five uh, kickoff runbacks. He returned a second-quarter kick, 94 yards for a touchdown. He ranks 12th in Division II. In return, average 32.8 yards per runback. That ain't bad. Let's talk with uh, BB. BB, good afternoon. Good afternoon, man. I went to see Peyton Hillis at the touchdown club. Very well done. Emotional situation, but... uh, he was really uh, neat to, to hear and uh, see all the stuff he did with the Browns. I said to him, uh, Leroy uh, Kelly and Jim Brown as running backs would be proud of. Uh, as far as the defense goes, Arkansas Razorbacks, Randy, who is going to be the difference maker up front as far as like Cameron Ball or uh, Jackson or any of them? And you just tell me that, and I'll uh, listen on the air. Bye. I'm going to make a stab at it. I think the one that's got to make the most 
is either Jeffcoat or Landon Jackson. I think the ends have got to apply pressure. The middle, whether it's Gregory or whether it's Carter, all they got to do is stuff, plug the holes. But it's got to be the outside. You got you've got to put pressure on Max Johnson. You can't just let him sit back there because he's good enough. He will pick that secondary apart. He is that good. Now, Rick, we do have an answer to Charlie's question, um, and I'm wondering if this is the same Charlie Coleman with Coleman Derry. But Charlie says Alabama versus Rice. It was Cliff Shaw. From Little Rock, who was the official. Really? The white hat that day. Wow. Now, that's history there. Never would have known that. Nope. But now you do know. So if someone says to you, who was the official in that game between Rice? I don't have an answer to this. Maybe you do. I don't. I don't know the answer to this. Joey, by way of our Asher Record Service company, Life and Feedback says, what's the deal with Jake Beckett going off on Sam Pittman and all the media. I have no idea what Sam he's talking Pittman? about. I, I don't either. Uh, he went off on one media guy because he, uh, I saw that on Twitter that uh, basically saying the media guy didn't know anything about football and there he was being critical to coaches. That's the only thing I'm aware of. I, I did, uh, I'm unaware of him being critical of Sam Pittman. I have no idea. Jake Beckett um, he is not on my Twitter feed, so I don't know what you're talking about. No. And if you would care to elaborate, maybe that would help. But I, I really, Joey, have no idea what you're talking about. So, sorry about that. And let's see, what else is I clean out my notebook here? And I've got a lot of notes that uh, I collect. Um... I think Joe Namath believes it's time for Zach Wilson to hit the road, who is the current uh, Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson. I did see a headline today. I didn't get a chance to read it. I just saw the headline. Looks like the Jets, they have added a veteran quarterback. I don't know who they're talking about. But, um, in fact, Joe Namath went so far as to say that both the head coach, Robert Sala, is that how you say his name, Sala? And the general manager, Joe Douglas, they should go. He's ready to clean wow. the whole Goodness. house. Well, with the quarterback, they could make their theme song, Hit the Road, Zach. Hit yeah. the road, Jack. Uh, by the way, that defense of A&M versus uh, Auburn this past week, total yards allowed 200, passing yards allowed 56, third down conversion, 3 of 15, Defensive points allowed three. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty dominating, I'd yep, say. Sure. All right, we got to say so long and good night for Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and new to your pet. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. aren't so bad, right? This is taking a sportsman-like conduct to a whole new level. Well, maybe not. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. The Grove Hunting Club in Jefferson County has over 12,000 acres of waterfowl hunting just a short hour away from Little Rock. The Grove recently added a new pro shop and four bedrooms to their 13,000 square foot.